Welcome to the Seek Him Early podcast, featuring daily devotional studies on knowing, loving, and serving our Lord Jesus Christ. Each weekly program is from the book of that same title. I'm Pastor Watson, author of the book, pastor of Grace Bible Church in Meeker, Colorado, and director of Sola Scriptura Publications. This episode is part one of four on Enoch, who shows us the pace of faith and is based on Genesis 5, 22 and 24, as well as our text in Hebrews 11. There in Genesis we read that Enoch walked with God. God's revelation is progressive. He reveals truth to man one step at a time, and each new step builds upon the preceding ones. That principle is apparent with Abel and Enoch. While Abel shows us the piety of faith, he knew nothing of the pace of faith. That is, keeping in step, if you will, with God as he walked with him. While his parents enjoyed this as they once walked with him in the garden in the cool of the day, Genesis 3.8, this was unknown to Abel. Enoch, however, enjoyed this wondrous and forgotten reality. As we are noting in all of these illustrations of faith, first we notice that the requirement for Enoch was different than that of Abel. While God required a sacrifice from Abel, he required steadfastness from Enoch. He wanted Enoch to have a closer relationship with him, not just to worship him, but to walk with him. The Hebrew behind the word walked literally refers simply to movements, such as a man walking, Genesis 12:9, an animal crawling, Leviticus 11:27, or even the flowing of a river in Genesis 2:14, or even the tossing of the sea in Jonah 1:11. Figuratively, then, it pictures how a man walks in life. That is how he conducts himself, how he lives. Such a man walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, Psalm 1-1, that is, he does not take the advice, adopt the philosophies, and live by the standards of wickedness. Rather, he continually, consistently, and correctly obeys what God says. Second, we then see the response. What we notice immediately about our texts is the repetition of the phrase, Enoch walked with God which obviously seems a little redundant. Why repeat that? Perhaps it was meant simply as a confirmation. I tend to think, however, that since repetition is sometimes used in Hebrew for emphasis, this phrase is repeated to demonstrate dramatically just how different Enoch was from the rest of society, and how different was his departure from the earth, we see in verse 24. As many commentators observe, a striking feature about Enoch's walk with God is that it did not actually begin until after the birth of his son Methuselah, verse 22. By implication, it appears that before this Enoch was much like everyone else of that day. Perhaps he was not as bad as those depicted in Jude 14 and 15, but his life might very well have been one of tolerance and passive resignation. Some commentators suggest that he was involved in idolatry to one extent or another. In any case, the change came. We are not told precisely why, but two reasons seem clearly implied. First, in the growing wickedness of that era before the flood, 
we can easily imagine God showing Enoch the need to walk with God. It is possible, in fact, that God told him of the impending cataclysm that was coming. Secondly, we can likewise envision that God told Enoch what a father should be. As a result, Enoch spent the next 300 years walking with God. What precisely does that entail? We will go deeper next time. For now, if you'd like to go a little deeper, here are some scriptures for study. What do these verses tell us about walking? Psalms 56.13, 86.11, and 128.1. Also add to that Acts 9.31. Our next episode is part two of four on Enoch, who again shows us the pace of faith here in Genesis 5. May God richly bless you, my dear Christian friend. I pray that you will continue each day to seek him early.